now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my podcast. My name is Jenna Munoz, and the podcast is Questioning Reality. So in this podcast, the goal is to just basically talk with all different kinds of people and get them to question reality. What is their reality? What is your reality? We're just going to talk about everything and get different people's perspectives on the world. So today, my guest is going to be none other than the J.C. Oriana, who is a really good friend of mine, but also just an amazing human being and a very talented, creative person. And I'm just so happy to have you here, J.C. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Thank you. What an honor and such a privilege to be your first guest. (laughs) Yay. I know. JC is my first guest. This is our first episode. So as I already let JC know, and I'm letting you know that this podcast is called Questioning Reality, where we talk about the meaning of life, the purpose of life, and how we can use our beliefs and our thoughts to transform our future and to create the life that we want to live. And also just an inquiry onto the world and like, what is life? What is life? (laughs) What is life? Exactly. (laughs) So the first question is, JC, where do you think you go when you die? Where do you go when you die? The wow, what a question. Yeah. I feel I feel like that's such a basic like question that everyone asks themselves. Yeah. You know? But um a little background I guess. Like yeah. I grew up in, in case you're wondering, pink martinis playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a rainy day here in California. Yes. And I have a broken finger and <laughs> I'm sitting here. So what is life? What is and life? Where do you go when you die? So background for yeah. myself, I would say that um, I grew up in a very Hispanic Catholic um, environment. Mm-hmm. So they were very strict, and I went to about over twelve years of religious Catholic high school. I was always praying. I was always going to church. I was an altar boy. <laughs> I was a choir boy for very many years. So mm-hmm. hence my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I think, you know, they, they have a very beautiful way of thinking mm-hmm. for me. I, I grew up falling in love with the religion and stuff. Yeah. I'm not really super religious, but I do have a strong religious presence in my life, Yes. but I'm not like preach, preach. It's just not my thing. Yeah. But I will say that, um, they do believe in heaven and hell mm-hmm. and purgatory and the original sin, very, very big foundation in our religion. Uh-huh. And Jesus Christ is our savior, mm-hmm. who's brought by the father. And then he came to um, kind of forgive us and absolve us. And he sacrificed himself for us. So he dies, but then on the third day he ascended and went back to heaven. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's what I grew up my entire life. And I do believe that, but I also believe in a weird way that this is going to sound really strange I feel like we all die but then we all go into this like movie theater like it's this place that we go to Uh and then whether the projector is a screen or it's a uh, giant beautiful white cloud but our entire life is replayed to us from the very beginning so what happens is that it talks about how we became in a conception and then how we were born and then how we were all through our lives. We meet all these people. Yeah. And I firmly believe that people come to our lives for a reason Mm -hmm. and they impact us in some sort of way, whether it's someone that you work with 40 hours a week or it's someone that you just cross the street and you wave to them. There's a reason as to why that happened. So in that movie, they go through every single aspect, animal, pet, crosswalker, construction worker, doctor, mm-hmm. um, or someone that was really heavily in your life, whether they were in a great influence or you just absolutely hated them. Uh-huh. There was a reason that they were there for you. And they explained to you their entire story and how they come to meet you. Wow. And they do it all the way through until the very end until you die Uh and then the ripple effect that your life has caused in meeting others 
So within that time frame, then you come to realize who and what your purpose was as a being, and then your life is fulfilled after all that's been done. So that's my version of, I guess, purgatory, uh-huh. if, that, if you want to call it that. Um, for those of you who know what purgatory is. <laughs> um, what, purgatory is like the space that you go to after, before you go to heaven or hell. Right. Okay. So it's a space, I mean, from what I remember, it's basically I'm a place you... take my shoes off. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, it's a place you go to where like you pray. You have uh-huh. to pray for all your sins that you've committed in your life. Uh-huh. So you are not allowed to enter heaven until you have absolved all those sins. Mm-hmm. So what happens is that um, here on earth, that's why people start doing, especially some Hispanic cultures, they'll do like novenas where they'll do so many days of prayer, or so many days of remembrance for your soul mm-hmm. to pray for you, to help you and assist you to go into heaven. Wow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you suck as a person, then <laughs> by Felicia, you go straight to hell. Because no one's going <laughs> to be praying for you and helping you. Yeah. Basically. But my God's an all loving God. Like I, I believe that he's a Lord of forgiveness mm-hmm. I and mean, he was hung on a cross and you know, with the nails and all that stuff. So, and he still forgave everybody. So I don't believe in hell really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe that I have this really cool feeling like that. I like to think I'm not afraid of death because mm-hmm. I'm like, that's cool. Cause I want to get to replay this movie and all these questions are going to be re-answered of like, why did that person look at me that way? Why did the Starbucks barista have this urge to talk to me and like right. really tell me these, like what message was supposed to happen from that encounter yeah and so all that's going to be answered when i die and so i kind of find it to be exciting it's like the ultimate movie <laughs> right mm-hmm. okay so after purgatory mm-hmm. you believe that you so like back to the question what happens when you die so then after the purgatory do you believe so long as you're a good person and and that you've gotten all your sins forgiven that you're going to go to heaven and in, if so, what is heaven, like, what is your idea of, like, heaven, or how does that work? In Catholicism, mm-hmm. yes, once you've finished your period, then it's like a waiting room, uh-huh. <laughs> and then Jeebus comes in, and he's like, all right, Juan Carlos, <laughs> JC, come on in, yeah, he's like, next, he's like, you know, check, and then you get yeah. your crown, um, or your little halo, and then you oh. walk in, you know, into into the gates of heaven. But uh-huh. I mean, I I personally believe, personally believe that we all do go to heaven. Uh huh. Um, and again, this is coming from a very Catholic perspective. Yeah, but it's your perspective. It's so. my perspective, yeah. so my reality. But I yeah. do believe in everyone has their own like way of thinking about that. So but you I think it like, could be different based on the person? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. And no so not everybody right is going to be going to purgatory and heaven like maybe you are, but that's well, what you believe. I would love believe. to believe that everyone does go there, but yeah. it's not like, I don't know. I, I can't say that that's really true, you know? Yeah. Um, and heaven for me is all your doggies and kittens and fish <laughs> like surrounding you. Oh, the fish. And, yeah, can't forget about fish. the fish. You cannot forget about fish or birds. I love mm. birds and all your turtles. friends and turtles and <laughs> pizza all day. And I just, I really do feel like that's a great way to think of heaven. Mm-hmm. You know. And myself. then do you stay there for like eternity? Yeah. Your soul goes there and you meet up with all your family that you've let go and, you know, yeah. get reunited and you're just happy and no pain, no suffering, right. no worries, no nothing, but just living with God and my God's all loving God. So at least I want to believe that, you know, and, yeah. and everyone's happy. <laughs> wow. Okay. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Love that. Okay, so on that note, that being like that you stay in heaven eternally, do you believe in reincarnation? Which is that we would come back again to this world and live another life and so, maybe another life and another life? Again, and I, 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 it's so funny that, I, I mean, I've had 12 years of Catholicism, so like all its studies, it's very ingrained in my head uh-huh. that we don't believe in reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Um, we believe in reincarnation of the soul. So basically, we die and we go to heaven or, mm-hmm. or hell, whatever. But I think, see, again, here I deviate because I'm a total cafeteria Catholic. Um, <laughs> I believe that 
in a weird way, we all have to reincarnate into every being of creature of this earth. Wow. So whether, however good of a person you are, that's where you start off. Uh Uh-huh. So if you're a horrible person, you're going to be scum. (laughs) And you're going to be born into a cockroach. Or you may be born into a larva going into a mosquito. Uh Or to a, I don't know, a cicada. Or you might be an amazing person and you might be born into a dolphin. And then you have to go through your emotion and then... You wake up one day as a lion or perhaps a bird or a lobster. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's just me thinking outside the box because mm-hmm. I was always like, oh, I hate being told what to believe. And I don't want to go to church every Sunday. And I don't want right. to do that. I was just very rebellious in that sense. Yeah. But um, I think it's fun to think how cool would it be to go into a movie theater, see your entire life flash before you. And then they're like, okay. Now you have to start your journey all over again because supposedly we're the top of the the chain mm-hmm. um, as a human mm-hmm. and we carry all this past experience, past life. But yeah, I guess you can say we. I do believe personally in reincarnation mm-hmm. and growing up as a different creature and you carry that with you in your life. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I know, I wonder about that with Catholicism because it's like... A lot of, like, strict Catholic people, they don't believe it. Like you said, you were raised not to believe in reincarnation, but that you personally believe that, yes, like... The reincarnation of the soul. And the way that you said that with, like, every kind of animal, it's almost like we become, like, like you said, everything. Yeah. At at some point. Yeah. Well, Catholics believe that when you die, you're supposed to be buried whole. And so that's why you go in a coffin. And then when they bury you, you're supposed to point towards the east because the really? sun rises from the east uh-huh so since the sun rises from the east the lord will rise and the second coming of christ will come mm-hmm. and he'll raise everybody up and their their entire bodies oh. so he's gonna raise his followers raise his believers uh-huh. and we're all gonna rise up again i mean I, I hate to sound so morbid, but it sounds uh-huh. like apocalyptic, like uh-huh. zombies coming right, out. Right, we're all rising up no, from the it's dead. it's supposed to be beautiful, and it's supposed to be very much like the second coming of Christ, and that's why he brings us all up again. But to me, that's contradictory, because it's like, why would we want to be born back into flesh? Like, mm-hmm. flesh is not what Catholics believe in, so if the second coming of Christ is coming, then we're brought back into flesh again? Oh, like, that yeah. doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. I could be all wrong. I could have gotten it wrong because I was not the best student. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I believe that if you want to be cremated, be cremated. If you want to be, be buried, be buried. Some people don't believe in that. Some people chuck you into the ocean or into your favorite camping ground or mm-hmm. anything. But I just I just think that it doesn't matter. I just think it's like as long as you live a good life. Right. You know? That's the ultimate truth. So since you kind of do believe in reincarnation a little bit, mm-hmm. Do you believe that you've been something in your past life, whether that be another person or an animal, or do you feel like you've been reincarnated? Like, if you had a past life, like, what was that past life person or animal? Like, do you ever think about that? Like, yeah, I I have thought about it in the past. Um, I wish I could say I was a Roman warrior of some sorts, because it sounds really hot. (laughs) (laughs) Or you had like your six pack and your ripped. Totally. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I didn't really come into terms with reincarnation until I started studying and other religions mm-hmm. like Taoism and Buddhism, and I didn't really delve into much. But mm-hmm. I started learning through that they believe in reincarnation, mm-hmm. so that kind of clicked for me. Mm-hmm. And some people ask, like, "What about your reincarnated animal? What were you?" I mean, mm-hmm. I'd love to be a dolphin or mm-hmm. I don't know a butterfly or something. I don't know, but. I don't really, because I never really had that much of thought or mm-hmm. or I think about it. I guess I don't sit down and say, I think at some point I was a Native American deep in the world. I, mm-hmm. I just have, don't have it. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, I was just born. Yeah. <laughs> you're just born and yeah. you're just here. I have an affinity towards things um, that I find myself to be very open-minded Music for me is everything, um, and I, I very much base my life around music, mm-hmm. whether it's in a car or working or working out. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, like, never. <laughs> <laughs> but when you do. But when I do, you know, I just I have a very strong affinity to music, and I feel like I understand it in a different level than most people do. Yeah, yeah. and that could have came from somewhere else somewhere. beyond yeah. this life. Universe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. So, now thinking about this life, so your current life situation, what has been your greatest challenge in this lifetime, and what have you learned? Or also, what do you feel is your greatest lesson in this lifetime? Wow, that's a deep question. That is a deep question. Ooh, wow. Because it's kind of like, some people have a lot of reoccurring things that come up, and it's like, wow, there's this lesson that I need to learn because this keeps coming back up in my life over and over and over again. Do you feel like you have something like that? That's such a tough question to answer. Um, how should I put it? We all have something. Mm-hmm, definitely. Like, we all definitely have something that we carry. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to feel like, oh, what was me? Like, you know. No, not at all. Or whatnot. Um, I'm definitely, I like to think of my life as being very blessed mm-hmm. and very, like, there's been a lot of coincidences that my faith has allowed me to, like, say, hey, that's really cool, like, that actually, like, happened because of this, you know? Mm-hmm. So I always feel like I am protected and I'm carried, you know, by my God and the things I believe in. Yeah. Um, I do tend to come around a lot of challenges. I find that a lot, of, like right now I have a broken finger. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here with a cast, uh-huh. broken finger, lots of pain. Actually, I don't know, CBD help. <laughs> but um, it felt like, I mean, every three years, every two years, I either break a sprain an ankle or I break my jaw or I break a pinky or mm-hmm. something happens where it's like, oh my God, JC, like here we go again. Yeah. And it's always been that way for me since you were young like did you get injured when you were a kid not necessarily injured injuries came more in my adulthood uh-huh. i'm finding now in my adulthood i'm experiencing a lot of things that people experience in their 20s it's mm. really weird um but i uh, my family life was very the dynamic was very difficult mm-hmm. because i was the baby out mm-hmm. of six five brothers mm-hmm. and right now they're all just to give everyone an idea like my oldest brother's 64 mm-hmm. and then my youngest brother's 56 six or mm-hmm. 55 something like that he's going to be 55 and how much right? older is the youngest one than the, you 17 17 yeah. years yeah i just dated myself <laughs> <laughs> that's okay though because um, that it's context right so yeah. you had 17 year gap between you and your youngest Correct. sibling so my perspective and life views are very different from that of my older brothers. There's mm-hmm. a huge generation gap. Yeah. And then with my mom and my father, again, it was a very different um, perspective because it's like, here I am going to school and learning and they want me to become so educated. Mm-hmm. But then when I have a conversation with them, it's like, <laughs> it's a different conversation. You right. Know? And then they They're wanna, on a totally different page than And you. they want to implement their beliefs and their thought processes and how we should act. And they want to force me to think that way because that's what they think is correct. Mm-hmm. But in the heart of hearts, I feel like it's not correct. Right. So I'm kind of a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to your family. Compared to my family because I feel like I think of things very oddly. Mm-hmm. So it's a double, double way of thinking. Um, but in my life, I feel like, I don't think I've ever gotten everything that I wanted right away. Sometimes I look at other people and I say, wow, that life looks so easy. Like Mm. they got the career, they got the wife or the Mm -hmm. husband, or Mm -hmm. they got that, anything They just came to them and it was so easy. And that Mm -hmm. was always my perspective. Mm -hmm. For me, I always felt like it came with more of a challenge. Mm -hmm. I never got the things I wanted right away. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm okay with that because I feel like I savor them more when I do achieve it and mm-hmm. I actually enjoy it and the struggle is worth it. Mm-hmm. So I, in my life, I feel like patience and understanding and everyone at their time will mm-hmm. come around and I think that's a reoccurring theme mm-hmm. for myself. It's like everything at its time. So right. JC, you're 38 now and you're not married and you don't have kids or whatever, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, or JC, you graduated at from college at 35 because you decided to go back to school for whatever such and such reason. Mm-hmm. That was my time. That was my thing. Right. And I'm very, I think, calm and secure about that, mm-hmm. that 
people often say you don't look your age or you don't act your age right but it's because i don't have that pressure that outside pressure mm-hmm. that i put on myself mm-hmm. to match what society's expectations are of me yeah so that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'm sure we all have many challenges and yeah. many lessons to be learned in life mm-hmm. um and you brought up a good one which also is like learning acceptance and patience yeah and that was going to be my next question which is how do you find the peace or the acceptance when things are going difficult or are challenging how do i find that mm-hmm. i think so whatever you're going through, like mm-hmm. whatever you're going through in life, mm-hmm. at any stage, whether it could be the most, I mean, you could have just won the lottery, mm-hmm. and, you know, you could have just been traveling the world or you, someone passed away in your life or mm-hmm. something is not coming that you really just, you have to have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just try to live my life on a day to day basis, like something magical is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think that if you put yourself in that mindset and that frequency and that yeah. vibration of mm-hmm. like you wake up i mean like think about it we all kind of like mini die in our sleep right yeah so we disappear <laughs> uh-huh we wake up i mean you could go to bed super happy you could have just gotten laid <laughs> or you could go to bed crying mm-hmm. you know at your heart out because there's something that you desire mm-hmm. but then when you go to bed and you fall asleep and you mm-hmm. wake up in the morning it's almost like this beautiful reset button. Yeah. And it starts all over again. Yeah. And I feel like if you just kind of like wake up in that like magic, that, you know, like that Start fresh. solemn, fresh, clean morning, mm-hmm. you know, like you've allowed your soul to re- re-energize. Yeah. You can live your life in a, in a magic. You yeah. know what I'm saying? In a magic perspective. Like right. something cool and something magical is going to happen today yeah. that will like change everything. Yeah. You know? Like today, for example, you guys came over. <laughs> I knew you were coming over to do the podcasting. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what to expect. <laughs> um, and I was like, we're going to drink some Starbucks and just hang out. And then when I saw you, I saw your sister and you guys were in my home and yeah. you were in my kitchen <laughs> cooking and very comfortable. And that just like filled my heart. Aww. Because it's like, I love my friends and mm-hmm. I love when they come in and they feel comfortable and they're at home because, yeah. you know, they have a second place to go to. And that to yeah. me is very special. Yeah. So that's the magic of the day. You know, it's just yeah. like you've allowed that frequency to come in and it's like, surprise, you know, like <laughs> everyone can hang out and yeah. just be, enjoy the company. And that to me, if you could do that with your life, whether it's a promotion or a job or anything, then I use that to keep swimming throughout my life mm-hmm. even even if it sucks <laughs> right that's you know? beautiful i try yeah. yeah so just really celebrate the good amazing magical moments that happen you gotta yeah you gotta because i mean to hurt and to be in a dark space is mm-hmm. very human mm-hmm. so and that's part of existence yeah you know um you could either pretend like it doesn't happen mm-hmm. or you could very much honor it you know like suicide does exist mm-hmm. um you know anger does exist mm-hmm. and stuff but we all have that inner power i feel to change it so yeah. why not live your life as positive as possible and yeah look for the magic i love it you know just look for it on your daily life and eventually it will open up to you yes yeah. what did you say look you said something about like magic around every corner or something Look for the Live, magic. Look for the magic. Yeah. I love that. Just look, Just for, the look magic. for the magic. Yep. Love that. <laughs> so, what do you still hope to do or be in this lifetime? Looking for this magic and living in this flow, ideally most of the time, but obviously sometimes, like you said, it's yeah. very human to have suffering, to have pain, yeah. and that's okay. It's part of our journey as human beings. Mm-hmm. But, like, what do you hope? in terms of like more magical moments that are still ahead, what do you have that you would like to do in your life? Oh, I don't know. Like, or be, who do you want to be? be? What do you want to do? I want to have a sense of family. Mm-hmm. So eventually like I want to build my family. Yeah. I want to build that like warmth, that thing. I, it's been a little bit of a period where I haven't had that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom passed away around 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. And after she passed away, like she was pretty much the glued to our family. Right. So her being the matriarch, you know, everyone ran to her and I was the youngest one. So I absorbed a lot of that feeling mm-hmm. of like 
one of my brothers would come at home at 11 o'clock at night and he'd bring like donuts or like <laughs> sweet bread, very Hispanic to eat sweet bread before we go to bed. And <laughs> my mom would be there and then another brother would show up. And then before I knew it on a random Wednesday or Thursday, we were having a party <laughs> and it was like, they were older. They were in their twenties or thirties and you know, they'd bring a girlfriend or a boyfriend would come in. And mm-hmm. then before we knew it, we'd be playing like scramble Aww. or we'd be playing, I said scramble, I said I meant scrabble. <laughs> um, we would be listening to music. So a lot of things, a lot of things that we, growing up, we had two living rooms mm-hmm. and, um, my mom would just be uh, it was so bad I'd be Tuesday night I wouldn't finish my homework (laughs) and before I knew it we would push the coffee table to the side Uh and we'd have we'd be playing dance music like Donna Summer or like Michael Jackson or some sort of famous Hispanic song or music and then it was Tuesday night and like 3 o'clock in the morning (gasps) and my my, all my brothers would magically be home Mm -hmm. and we'd have food and snacks and in the morning, I would be crying because I didn't want to get up for school. <laughs> and my mom was just... I love my mom dearly, but she was so non-disciplined. Mm-hmm. She was very magical, lofty. Like, I just want to live life and dance. Yeah. And if that means dancing in the living room, like, we're going to dance. Yeah. And, like, it's funny right now, Pick Martini's playing. I could totally cry off of this, but, like, mm-hmm. my mom loved this music. Uh-huh. So w- I remember going to the living room, and I'd put the CD in that she loved, and uh-huh. I'd play it, and she'd walk out from the shower with her head towel wrapped up, and she would grab me, and she would just start dancing around the Aww. living room with me. That's amazing. she did that to all my siblings. So we were always very uh, dynamic, kind of, like, um, loving family in that sense, mm-hmm. and dancing the whole bit, but... Ever since she passed away, we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. So no one gathers anymore. No right. one gets together. And no one really, like, celebrates holidays or yeah. birthdays or things like that. So it's been, like, 11 years of that void for right. myself. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I'm okay with it, knowing that it's going to come back around again. Right. And that's okay. It's just a phase that's happening right now. Right. It sucks. Mm-hmm. But eventually, with time, like... And in a weird way, I feel like I'm being prepped because Mm. I'm the youngest one. Mm -hmm. So in natural following, Mm -hmm. eventually my siblings are going to pass, you know, and the family is going to get, you know, more and more. Mm -hmm. So this period, I'm trying to honor it as like, learn to be by yourself, learn Mm. to enjoy that energy Mm -hmm. because you're going to eventually come back around it. And you're going to be better prepared to handle that Uh as opposed to it just happening right away, you Mm -hmm. know, and I'll suffer more than what I would now if I'm able to understand it, comprehend it, and bring it to terms. Yeah. So I think in the spirit of living in magic and living in everything, just enjoy this as magic Mm -hmm. and find myself. And then when you do find your family and you do find your your little squad mm-hmm. then that magic will come back again so I'm yeah. very optimistic in that sense yeah. I'm trying <laughs> yeah I feel like probably nobody in your family felt like they could take your mom's place or nobody could do it as good as your mom did right yeah like nobody a, can replace her she was cannot, irreplaceable so nobody cannot. can recreate that energy <laughs> and that joy to be that mm-hmm. she created nope. in your guys's home she was the type of woman that like she would we would be walking like I, I remember one time we went to go um we we would visit El Salvador to visit her father I only went like twice in my life but I remember one time we were just walking and she's like oh my god look and I'm like what like <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you strange woman you know <laughs> and she would grab a bush and she's like they're coffee beans and of course, El Salvador, Central America, coffee uh-huh. beans. And I'm like, okay, coffee beans, cool. <laughs> That's so great. But she would grab beans. them and she would just like touch them and smell them. Mm-hmm. And I have a picture of her and she would just like, she's just smiling at a bush of coffee beans. <laughs> but to us, it's just a bush of coffee beans mm-hmm. and she's kind of wackadoo. But to her, it was like, oh my God, these are going to be these beautiful coffee beans that I can like literally ground and brew and then I'm gonna have like my family so Mm -hmm. she was very much like that with birds Mm -hmm. she loved birds she loved flowers she loved like she would stop and I always say 
life, some people look at it black and white, mm-hmm. but she would just look at all the different hues of mm-hmm. all life. And that's the one thing that carries with me from her is mm-hmm. like just to stop and really enjoy. Watch the fireworks. Like Disneyland fireworks to her, we lived probably like five minutes away from the Disneyland fireworks, so mm-hmm. we could see them from our living room every single day. Wow. But to her, we would still go to Disneyland or we would be in the front of our living or in front of our front yard. And she would watch the fireworks and enjoy them like it was the very first time she's ever seen them. And it was very much that, like, dynamic, that care, that love, Mm -hmm. that she really set the bar high, you're right. And that's why, like, my sister struggles with trying Mm -hmm. to match that that same level. And she's always like, I'm not mom, because it comes from, like, a... Uh, I'm not going to do it as good as she did, you know? Or my siblings the same way. Or Mm -hmm. my dad cannot even match that, Mm -hmm. because... I mean, and of course, it's my mom, but she was a very special person. So yeah. it's very, it was a very strong bar. And I think that's where I get a lot of the love and empathy and and the way I view life because yeah. she taught me that. And I was yeah. her little sidekick 24-7 yeah. growing up. So. You were her little baby. Yeah. So that's why I carry a lot of that with me. Yeah. And <laughs> it just seems like she appreciated, like, like everything about life. life. The littlest things that can make you happy. Yep. And that can bring so much joy to your life. Totally. And I think that we all kind of forget about that. It's too. so funny. Just it's, take a moment take to a acknowledge moment. something that's right in front of you, yeah. something that's magical yeah. that most people wouldn't look at as magical, but it is. <laughs> so it's funny, I have a Diet Coke 7 Up. It's a Diet Summon Up uh-huh. can. And one of the things that would irritate me about her is that she would. <laughs> so funny. She, I have my can of 7-Up open, mm-hmm. and she would, I would open it up, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, like, sitting down after school or whatnot. Or, like, right now, I have it sitting here open, and she'd walk by, and she'd be like, hey, like, if you were here, she'd be like, hi, Jenna, how are you? And I'd be like, oh, mom, Jenna came by to do a podcast. She'd be like, oh, hi. And she would just, like, sneakily grab my can, <laughs> whatever I was drinking. It didn't matter if it was water, soda, cranberry juice. It uh-huh. didn't matter. And she would take it, and then she would just go, glug, 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 <laughs> like, literally, like, a champ. Uh-huh. And so it would be a brand new can, and she would leave it, like, like barely full. Like, she would leave me anything. And then I'd look at her, and I'd be like, what are you doing? That's my drink. Like, yeah. she all, bad habit. That was, like, her ultimate bad habit. <gasps> and then she'd go, oh, just that cranberry juice was so good. <laughs> How good was the cranberry oh juice? Like, God. didn't you taste it? And I'd be like, no, I didn't have it. But then she'd be enjoying this drink and going psycho crazy about how good it is. Uh-huh. Because, again, she's enjoying life. Right, exactly. And in the meantime, I'm sitting there all bitter because she just drank my entire, like, yeah. I have to go get another can of 7-Up open. <laughs> you know, so she just did, I don't know, she's, a, she's weird. <laughs> she's a weird lady. She's a strange lady, but strange a beautiful lady. and magical one. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that is amazing. I love that. I like listening to that story because it just, it robot helps me remember that kind of stuff, yeah. you know? Take to your appreciate. time. Enjoy your existence. Exactly. Yeah. So on that note, your your mother, do you believe she's an angel now? Absolutely. Okay. So I believe you, she's everything. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, like, do you believe she's in an angels? Angel. I think, I mean, again, the Catholicism kicks in, but it's like, I do believe in angels. Mm-hmm. I do believe in miracles. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love that idea. And if it doesn't exist, then, and you're like, well, that doesn't exist. That doesn't mm-hmm. God doesn't exist. That's fine. You can think that. Right. You're in your own right to believe whatever you... Who am I to judge you Yeah. for that? Mm-hmm. But then again, what's wrong with believing in something that's going to make you a happy, joyful person? Yeah. You know? Like, why is it that it has to be something? Yeah. You know? Um, so I do believe in all that. Um, do you believe in aliens? I don't know if I necessarily... Well, I mean, pick up a lobster and flip it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like an alien. Oh, my god! <laughs> That's Hollywood's That's description of an alien. Like, the underbelly of a lobster Ooh. with all those claws and the way that it's moving. And yeah. And the antennas are I mean, flicking. That's... So, are, are lobsters <laughs> aliens? Yes, they're, lo- they're giant lobsters. <laughs> or a centipede. I think it was a centipede with all those legs and stuff. Like, it's very alien-like. Mm-hmm. So I do believe in aliens, but who knows? Maybe they could be a light source. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could be a form that we're not even capable of describing. But I don't believe we're the only ones in this universe. I believe that there's something out there. Mm-hmm. You know? 
and to think that there isn't and we're the top of the food chain like i said earlier Mm -hmm. i think it's a little arrogant Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. so i don't know if they have any interest in us i think they probably don't but i do Mm -hmm. believe there's something out there okay and how about like alternate realities or multi-dimensional type stuff like do you believe that there's other realities happening like right now or other dimensions i do i feel like as a child i think i had a very i have a very imaginative creative Mm -hmm. mindset yeah so for me i would always look at the moon or i would look at the sun Mm -hmm. and i feel like if we die and depending on how you've behaved in your life Uh that earth is replicated inside the sun or it's Hmm. inside the moon and god changes it to match what your lifestyle was so basically it unveils that alternate lifestyle that Uh like you know i don't know to be shallow here but like you've always dreamt of being like tall and blonde or brunette with Mm -hmm. gorgeous green eyes and Mm -hmm. you know like you had the perfect house and Mm -hmm. you had the perfect and that's what you wish for Uh and in earth you were like a really good person and then you died you're born again inside the sun and all of a sudden you have everything that you desire so it's a form of heaven and it's like another dimension in another dimension it's an alternate reality reality that's happening yep because why can't we live in the moon? Like, why can't we go inside the sun? Like, why is that? That's a very good point. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> it's like this power that's holding it in that form in yeah. our reality. But when we pass, it changes. Mm. We go see our movie. And then we go into that little spot. And then we... Wow. That's just my imaginative self. Yeah. So, wait. Yeah. When you were little, you used to think about this? Oh. You oh. didn't hear this anywhere? You just kind of came up with it? That's just my own... Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because like, I was going to say, I've never heard this before. Yeah, like the moon is covered in a veal of like secrecy and when it's unveiled like that veal is lifted it's Mm -hmm. like you're this other lifestyle that you were meant to have that you've always desired yeah that you earned and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're living in it and that's that's your heaven that could be your new heaven heaven. yeah Yeah. wow (laughs) weird. that's really cool though i i never heard that idea of like You did? No, I will. Oh yeah, you should. Yeah. So I'm like visually like imagining what that would look like, and like the sun, like the being able to live inside the sun or inside mm-hmm. the moon. Like what? Nobody's yeah. ever. Never. I never thought about that. Yeah. That's or it's really like cool. matching, mirroring what we're living now. Right. But in a different form. Right. Yeah. So would both of those be happening at the same time, or does yeah. it happen only after you die? Well, like I guess. I don't know. I think it happens... The way I thought about it was after you die. Mm, okay, yeah. yeah. So you went later, into one yeah, of those. Into yeah. one of those. Wow, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I like it. So, speaking of, like, our perceptions of reality and your imagination, like, do you believe that this world that you live in is the ultimate truth? Or do you believe that there is other stuff out there, like, other... I guess that's kind of the same question. Like, are there other dimensions? Mm, you kind of said, yeah. But I'm, I guess I'm asking, like, do you believe that there's other dimensions happening right now? Like, in this room? Mm. In this space? Is yeah. there something else happening in here, too, that we're just completely oblivious to and unaware of that's in an alternate dimension? Probably. I, wanna, I, I do believe in spirits and different, mm-hmm. like, things that are... That we're being surrounded and protected. So I do mm-hmm. feel that there is a different um, something around us. Yeah, that yeah. we're just unaware of. I also feel that this is everything around us is not real. Right. It's all very much like... Right, because it's just energy. Energy. That's this been... table, this marble table we're sitting on is all a vibration. Mm-hmm. This can of 7-Up is a vibration. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I do feel like it's not it's real to us in touch right now but Mm -hmm. i do believe that there is some sort of level of like nothing really exists (laughs) oh wow yeah so like nothing because it's all vibration it's all vibration so if it's all vibration then like what is it well that's the thing i think that vibration we have that power that gift Mm -hmm. to vibrate the way we want to vibrate 
So therefore, you can change your frequency and your vibration, kind of like a radio station. You mm-hmm. find use, like an old school radio station. You're tuning it. Yeah. And then sometimes you get that clear sound, and sometimes it's like like not quite there. <laughs> yeah. But if you keep messing with it and just kind of like adjusting the the dial, mm-hmm. eventually you will find that frequency that gives you that perfect sound. Mm. You know, and I think that's what we can do in life is that we're constantly challenged to just dial that and tune in to that right vibration that we're going to be clear and resonant in so mm-hmm. you're creating your own reality yeah. that's the way I look at life every day mm-hmm. um, and I do truly feel that sometimes we're successful and sometimes we suck mm-hmm. sometimes I will fall down the stairs I break my finger <laughs> but I think that if we continue to dial finding that magic mm-hmm. you will go ahead right. and eventually like find that clarity and that's what we're seeking on a daily day-to-day basis mm-hmm. so would you say that the highest vibration like what is the highest vibration that you could reach what when you reach that clarity or that that perfect note that, that you're perfect note? yeah that you're reaching for like what is that how I, would you describe that i think it varies for people like i could be your loved one that you're married to and every time you see them you find that spark and you're just like comfortable and you make pasta at home and you just watch a movie and you're happy or you could be single and you take off to a trip to Mauritius or Bora Bora and you're mm-hmm. laying there with the sun and you know it, those are examples of like your whatever makes you happy everyone has the ability to be happy mm-hmm. you know everyone could tap yeah. into that like and, and I know it's hard for me to say this for people that are probably going through a really hard time mm-hmm. and they're just like miserable, whether they're in a relationship that's not giving back to them, mm-hmm. whether um, your career, you've been working so hard, you're just not getting to that level mm-hmm. or whatnot, but everyone has the ability to be happy, mm-hmm. you know? So tranquility, peacefulness, it's almost indescribable, mm-hmm. but when you attain it, that's to me is your highest level or your highest frequency where you can just be like let your mind just be free yeah allow your body to heal allow your mind to heal but whether it's if you're in a race car and you're going 175 (laughs) miles per hour and you've got this big smile on your face because you know Mm -hmm. you're the fastest thing on this earth right Uh now and you're enjoying engineering or if you are at Disneyland, you know, it doesn't matter. Just escapism to me is your highest frequency. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that. And when in your life do you feel that you have reached the highest uh, frequency? Like in, in your life? life so far. It could be like at any point in your life. Yeah. When were you at a point or are you at a point now or like any time in your life and it could be multiple times and it could be and it probably happens a little bit every day yeah but what (laughs) moment can you recall that you really truly felt like wow wow so for me every day I look for those wow moments that Mm -hmm. that magic yeah so if you find and look for that magic you will attain it you will find it it doesn't matter if it's like the best root beer float from (laughs) in and out uh huh I mean and you just stop and you're like what was that I've been wanting in and out I think we may have to go there after this because I kind of want a grilled cheese Um, and you can go with me to nothing but cake exactly I'm down you know like it's just like those those little moments in your day-to-day life that mm-hmm. those are the times you reach, you know, those like, those frequencies mm-hmm. of escapism, they're very, very small. Mm-hmm. I like going to McDonald's and getting an ice cream cone mm-hmm. because that brings me a little bit of happiness mm-hmm. for $1.39 or whatever it is. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so I look for it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but has there been a moment or like in a... In life? Yeah, where for, you truly, me, where you had like an overwhelming feeling of like that that high frequency so for me it's interesting i hate to talk about this i talk about this a lot but it was when my mom passed away Mm, mm because she passed away in my my hands i she actually i brought her home uh we prepared i was up maybe 60 hours because none of my siblings could handle it Mm -hmm. i was giving her the morphine i was giving her the everything like i already knew she was on her way and so when she passed away for me um a little bit of a miracle happened with the Bible and you were again reading, Catholicism. Yeah, yeah, I was reading the Bible, um, and 
I didn't even want to read the Bible. I just looked at her and I told her, I said, I'm so tired. I love you. I just can't, like, I need to go to bed. God, let me go to bed, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I reached for the Bible that was right next to her. And it was a Spanish Bible. And I was like, I guess I'm going to try to read this. (laughs) So for those of you who grew up like me that know how to read Spanish, but reading Hispanic Bible Spanish is Mm -hmm. like a whole new level, like Ezekiel and, you know, the Zion and the Bethlehem, I don't know, anyways. So Mm -hmm. I remember reading it and struggling through all the words and just kind of going through it. And then at the very last word, which um, the last sentence says, it's Psalm 91, and it says, you shall be my salvation. The scripture, the Psalm matched exactly what I needed to know for the rest of my life. Wow. Because it says that he who believes in him shall be protected in life by his wings Mm -hmm. and to fear nothing and that he will be your salvation. Wow. So the message was very poignant for what was about to happen. And did you pull it a random, random page? I just opened the Bible. That's all I did. And I was like, here we go. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, And this is very personal for me. I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm not like, oh, this changed my life. So I'm going to go preach it to the world like this was a message for me right exactly um and it helped me become who i am today Mm -hmm. and so what happened was that when i read the very last word which was salvation Mm -hmm. she literally took her last breath Mm -hmm. and when she did that i looked at her and i just kind of was like and, and i remember i said it out loud i was like we did it we did it like and i just got like like really excited and very like, I, I I was just like this feeling of utter joy and happiness of like, it wasn't like, oh my God, she died. It was like, yes, you know, like I helped you go into your next journey and immediately within seconds, I got chills right now thinking about <laughs> it, but like immediately within seconds, I understood I'm very confident in saying that I understood what it's like for a woman to give birth mm-hmm. because when she gave birth to me and brought me into this earth, mm-hmm. she probably had all those emotions. And then I gave birth to her into back into that world. Wow. And I had those same emotions yeah. and I understood her journey to become my mother right. and what motherhood was all about. Wow. So when you say, have I ever had those moments of like elation Mm -hmm. and joy and utter happiness and frequency Mm -hmm. that I couldn't be more grateful to this universe and to this world because that set me up for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And that was my most, my most um, life changing moment for me. Yeah. Yeah. I carry that with me. I know (laughs) that is amazing. Like it is absolutely amazing and perfect in every single way. You know, you. it's like, I've never heard of anything like that before. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know beautiful. how to describe it. I yeah. really don't. And to this day, I still have that Bible. I kept that Bible. Mm-hmm. Rewinding a little bit backwards going into it. My birthday does fall in December 30th mm-hmm. and Christmas. So it's all the holidays. So she passed in March. Mm-hmm. And I remember the two, the week of my birthday and of Christmas, she was struggling with her health and being very um she was sick mm, she was in mm-hmm. a hospital and she just I remember one time she pulled me aside and she's like i want to give you a gift so bad but i don't i haven't had mm, like i want to mm-hmm. buy you your christmas and your birthday gift right and i remember telling her like mom don't worry about it like don't worry about it. i don't need that like let's just get through your health and whatnot and then she yeah. kind of kept going at it <laughs> so it was a stupid commercial info, info commercial because she loved <laughs> ironing my clothes so uh-huh. I was a waiter and uh-huh. she would always iron my clothes and she would always That's like nice. wash it oh I loved it I know like, I had to iron <laughs> my creases yeah, exactly you know like and she just loved doing it it was like her way of saying like I love you and yeah. she would just do it throughout the day mm-hmm. so it, because of her rheumatoid arthritis she couldn't do it anymore she was she just had didn't have the range of motion and yeah. she would try and force herself to but it was mm-hmm. I could just I understand because I have a broken finger so mm-hmm. I know where she's coming from but um, I just told her, I, you need to stop. I'm going to stop doing that. Like, mm-hmm. let it go. I'll handle it. Don't worry about it. I love you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but don't, you don't need to do it. Right. So she stopped. And she would kind of, like, be upset about it mm-hmm. because she couldn't do her. That was her emotional right. love to me. So right. one day, it was, like, around mid-January or whatnot, we were watching an infomercial. And I, 
I want to say it was called the Pressabella. <laughs> I don't remember, but it was a steamer iron that mm-hmm. you pressed a button and the steam would shoot out. Yeah. And then you take your shirts and then it was ironed. It was all magic. Steam yeah. cleaning iron magic. <laughs> and so finally I, I looked at it and I'm all, oh my God, you want to give me something for my birthday? And like, you know, and right. she was like, yeah, she's like, let's order it. And she ordered it. Aww. And then it came kind of end of January and my mom went into the hospital and in the beginning of February, mm-hmm. I had received my package and then I started using it and it was a piece of shit if really I could say that. yeah like it was just sucked oh <laughs> and i was so heartbroken and mm. so upset because she asked me at the hospital she's like did you get your gift is it everything and i looked at her and i was like mom i'm so sorry i need your account information because i need to return it <laughs> <laughs> you know and yeah she's like she just was like so sad and she's like i just wanted to give you something and i'm Aww. sorry it didn't work out and mm-hmm. i just like don't worry about it like that yeah. doesn't matter and so um Sorry. No, you're fine. You breathe, but we returned it, and so I think she still had to give me a gift. Right. And so for me, that was that Bible. Wow, that was because the gift. she left something. Oh, me. I could cry. That <laughs> is so amazing. And I remember just thinking, God, of course you had to do that. <laughs> like wow. You had to. Um, she had to have. That the final, last, you like, know? <laughs> it's almost like the last word, but it's the last gift. Like, she needed to give something you something. Something physically. And so I just remember holding on to it and just, it clicked. It was like a quick, like, oh, shoot, you did that. You know, like, she you had that. to do something and you did it. Yeah. So she, mission accomplished. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that is so incredible. <laughs> yeah. So that to me is was her final gift to me physically, but mm-hmm. I think she gave me more than I can ever imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Well, I love that. Thank you. (laughs) And I loved hearing all of the stories. (laughs) And that pretty much is all my questions about, you know, questioning reality (laughs) and just kind of like just what we believe about life. Every person's different and every person has their different life, you know, goals and their different life struggles and their different life story. And I just like listening to people. I also just like knowing i'm curious about other people and like just their story because i feel like i can learn from it like i already got so much value out of this conversation just knowing that you know appreciation and that love that your mom had and just also that you like your religion and like angels and heaven like all of this positivity that you have in your life and like can just remember that too you know look for the magic and look for the magic exactly and it always will come around yeah it never fails so would you say that your reality is magical yeah (laughs) i think that's a good way to sum it up on the day it could be a piece of the best reese's pieces peanut butter cup like (laughs) and you're just like oh my god this is amazing Mm -hmm. or it's that it's that person who just somehow looks at you at i don't know the train station or Mm -hmm. the bus station or the cashier at you know the barista at starbucks yeah um but there's always magic you just have to look for it yeah open allow yourself to be open to it and Mm -hmm. if you appreciate life and you appreciate coffee beans or if you appreciate (laughs) the color of this flower stop take a deep breath and let it be your magic yes that's my my thing i love it (laughs) and thank you so much i think that's a perfect way to end this episode of the podcast so thank you i love you i love you too (laughs) and that is it for episode i hope you guys enjoyed it and i loved it so much so i really hope you guys get some value out of it and just also just find the magic in life and in your your day-to-day living and just know that jc and i are here (laughs) loving you and also finding magic every day so sending we will positive vibrations and sending positive <laughs> vibrations to you all. So have a great day or a great night and we will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>